folks, welcome. It is not Wednesday, but it's still What's Trainwreck Watching. I'm Maniac, and I'm joined this time just by our resident expert, Casali. I know he's not Trevor Lawrence. I know he's not Joe Burrow, but he is here to drop some dimes and some factoids. And of course, on What's Trainwreck uh-huh. Watching, unless you've been sleeping under a rock or on a different multiverse, we've been watching What If from Marvel. Casali, welcome to the party. We're a day after. I know we've been busy. I know you got a lot going on. I, it was me who had to miss it yesterday, and that's why, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> Micah couldn't be here. But what were your thoughts on this most recent installment of Marvel's What If? Yeah, what's going on, Maniac? No worries. You know, we are celebrating the day before October the right way by getting all geeky and nerdy with What If. And, oh, my God, what an episode we had tonight. It was insane to the membrane, everything in between. It was just, it was crazy. And I think, again, you know, I've said previous times every episode, the beauty of the show, it really shows how much different storytelling and and everything can be brought to light in so many ways, which, you know, some ways we wanted to in past episodes. and, And obviously with this episode, it was literally worst case scenario. We all thought Thanos was the ultimate but this was truly what if Ultron won? What if he actually, you know, came to uh, permission with his mission within Age of Ultron? Uh, just it was just so insane, balls to the walls, glory. But I mean, that's the beauty of the show and the MCU in general. It was just it was gloriousness all the way through. I loved it. This series really has gotten better at kind of throwing the viewer into a jungle or the watchers into a jungle and again Mm -hmm. a lot of going on in that storyline and again this week we broke down what if ultron won so we start with hawkeye android hawkeye right kind of yeah something going on where there was something going on with him he was missing a limb um i forget it was just i guess it was just his white uh right arm which um yeah i mean who knows what was going on with that um you know because this was also them during i guess it was still during the age of ultron era so it was like way before you know when he got all dark and and stuff with the the end game era but yeah i mean there was something going on with that you know it was it was kind of tricky to see uh you know still something different but i guess that's also the beauty of the show is we don't know where it truly began you know if something changed in in the beginning you know within the uh within the universe you know since it all tiptoed into different uh Straight. So who knows? But yeah, it was definitely uh, definitely a different site. Definitely was. So we have Vision Ultron or Ultra Vision. I don't know what you want to call this, but he's running around. He's got the Mind Stone. He's got his army. He's got his sentient army. And out of nowhere comes the Mad Titan Thanos. So we we start in the Age of Ultron era, mm-hmm. but we weren't that far off from 20, you know, 18, 2019 and Thanos arriving. And I mean, that probably has to be some of the, that probably has to be the funniest 10 to 15 second clip since what if started, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, cause again, kind of what you were uh, saying before. So when this episode started, it, it truly, again, it kind of paved the way with what Age of Ultron was, but you know, the biggest thing that happened with Ultron was he was trying to make a sentient body, you know, that was vision and luckily in the movies the avengers you know got a hold of it and made him you know vision they put jarvis in vision all that stuff pretty much this whole episode was dedicated in the fact that what if he you know got the hands of vision and that's what control that's what you know 
completely, uh, you know, set the universe awry that Ultron had Vision under his control. And I mean, kind of what appeared to what you were bringing up, Maniac. Vision is, you know, I mean, he's unbreakable. He, he's insane, you know, mad with power. I mean, as far as power levels go within, you know, all the heroes that we come to know. But I mean, he has an infinity stone on his forehead. So it's just, I mean, with him at the control, you know, anything's possible. And, yeah, we got to see Thanos show up. You know, we got to see him pop up. And, uh, you know, because obviously he's the one who took over. However, once he looked at Vision, you know, this was the Vision that we hoped to got that we were able to have in Infinity War. But, you know, he was just going through a lot at the time. And, uh, yeah, he completely decimated Thanos. He split him in half. That was How epic was that? That was pure OG. I loved every second. It was pure OG. I, I read a comment somewhere where uh, people said Ultron, Ultron split him in half, perfectly balanced as all things should be. <laughs> but, um, oh my yeah, God. no. So it was very interesting. So, and I want to bring up the quick talk because they were talking the same thing about Thanos's power levels. I mean, this guy walks in with an Infinity Gauntlet, he's mm-hmm. ready to rock, but Vision just c- cuts him right in half. So, is that been something that, from your perspective, that's been a little wonky? It's kind of like. Whatever they want to do with Thanos in the moment, that's his power level. That that that's my take on it. From what we've yeah. seen from uh, Endgame and Infinity War to this, mm-hmm. kind of like he could have just closed his fist and blew up Vision, but I guess he didn't do it in time. Yeah, I mean, that, there's definitely. I, I remember when Infinity War came out, Endgame. I mean, hell, even so many previous, uh, you know, Marvel movies. That was always kind of like I wouldn't even say the negative side, but you know, the kind of banter where people kind of you know, try and say, you know what, it wasn't all that perfect because, you know, the power levels are all over the place. I mean, everybody is OP to the point where it's kind of like you're just, you know, you have so much power there that you just really can't, you know, contain it. And, you know, you have to try and, like, get the 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 script the, the right way to get where you want from A to B and some things you have to go along the line. I mean, I remember in Infinity War, there were so many times where it's like, wait a minute, like Thanos can just do this or they could just do this. Like I remember the whole debate when they were trying to grab the glove off Thanos in um, Infinity War. In, uh, in Infinity War, you know, like everyone was kind of like, why don't you just cut his arm off? You know, like what's going on here? Like, you know, don't, don't worry about the glove, just cut off his hand. And, you know, it kind of was just like, you know, again, that's kind of like leading into, you know, what you want. But I mean, the way that, you know, these stories well, why don't, kind of why work. Why don't we have Ant-Man fly up his butt and then just make I, him go <laughs> Of course. Oh, man. I All love that fan theory. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's just a way, you know, it's the way the writing works. You know, obviously, you could always do some, you know, whether it's plot holes or, you know, that you know what everybody says. But, I mean, you know, it still works. You have to make it work somehow and still get from A to B in a contained way to, you know, bring the story to life. And folks, if you're hungry this weekend, getting something for the Bills game, you know who can get you A to B? Picasso's Pizza. Hey, Picasso's freestyle. Let's do it. Hey, eating a couple wings with a couple kings. They're my favorite things. Hey, hey. That's all I got. I'm not a good freestyle rapper. Wait, hold on. Let me think for a second. Sorry, folks. We got the bag. Go to PicassosPizza.net and get that pizza for this weekend or game day. You got to have it. Because, Sally, so we're going on. We're watching Vision do his thing. 
And the watcher, or I guess I looked up his name, Uatu. Were you were you aware that his name is Uatu? Yeah, I, I think uh, I think even Micah brought this up a couple episodes ago. Um, I again, I don't know really too much about him, like whether you know where his origin come from and stuff. Obviously, he's portrayed as a you know a big powerful guy, so you know it's kind of cool to see him like you know intertwine and whatnot, do his thing. So again, I wasn't, I, I, you know, as far as the comic book side go, I really don't have too much to say. But um, yeah, you know, it, it it was great to just, you know, I, I mean, obviously we've had some, you know, things like going on without the show. I, I think what kind of showcased how well everything is coming together. This episode, everything was really coming together where it kind of showcase that this was you know it wasn't just a show that showed one thing and one thing and one thing i guess that was kind of like what the movies did you know like in the beginning of phase one they showed us different stories and brought it all together with the avengers so to see you know the watcher actually play a significant role like obviously in the past like i remember the doctor strange episode he uh he kind of intertwined a little bit with uh steven strange when he was really dark and stuff i love how you're so, talking about it like oh i remember back at the uh doctor strange of those two weeks ago that was like- two weeks ago hey, listen a lot happens within the two weeks so much entertainment but uh but yeah so it's kind of it's very cool to see him you know break the fourth wall so to speak that uh you know we can truly see, see like how much of an impact he has you know and and again in this episode he you know, it kind of showcases like how much, like what is truly meant, like his role, you know, what's truly meant, you know, for him to protect is, is pretty outstanding. And obviously we see uh, Ultron, you know, able to, to break through, so to speak, you know? Yeah, so no, absolutely. And so we see him able to break through. So we see Ultron vision kind of just basking in all that he's able to do. You got the watcher Uatu just narrating as it goes along. And Ultron kind of just, uh, or Ultra Vision just kind of like looks at him like, <laughs> who is that talking? And all Me. of a sudden, it's like, we're the Watcher and we're worried. The Watcher's worried. And this is the first time, really, where something from a previous What If episode has factored into a new What If episode, right? Yeah. Because we saw yeah. the end of episode seven. We saw Ultravision come like kind of into the picture. And yeah, now but we still didn't even know what was going on. Agreed. He was already conquering that universe. Now we're seeing him looking at him from another perspective as he begins that conquering. So it was very interesting. And out of nowhere, Casali, the Watcher's got some moves. Yeah. I mean, animation aside, like, holy crap, this was just like glory. Like, it, this literally was, you know, like cinematic value you know like pure mcu it was just it looked amazing and even for the voice work itself too i mean jeffrey wright has been voicing uh the watcher uh every episode thus far and he's an amazing vocal talent also actor too he's going to be in the new bond next week so uh and the the guy who did vision was I, i can't remember the name right now of who does who did it in age of ultron but the guy who did Vision was uh, The Walking Dead's own Ross Marquand, who actually uh, uh, he he filled he filled in uh, the Red Skull in Infinity War. So it was kind of cool to see him come back, uh, you know, so to speak. And I mean, he sounded ama- impeccable to what Ultron was in Age of Ultron. But um, just a you know a little sidebar. But yeah, the animation was glorious. Like every their whole fight was just outstanding, and it was cool too. To it really kind of showcased the power also as the watcher. Like, like even though Ultron had the stones, 
you know, had all this power, you know, he still couldn't bring down the watcher. Like the, it really showcased like how, how important of a character he was. So that was the, really yeah. cool to see. The we, we talk about it a lot on the show, but the watcher is definitely OP, a multiversal uh, being for sure. Mm-hmm. And then meanwhile, you got Natalie, Natalia, and uh, Clint, and they're teaming up with Arnim Zola to track down Ultravision. Yeah, right. Unbelievable. Like, I mean, you know, so it's. I mean, this was cool too because they she she said it in the beginning that. Um, the first time they they witnessed uh, Zola in the computer was when they went to the 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 army camp um, in Jersey that got destroyed in Captain America: The Winter Soldier. So they go to uh, si- what was it Siberia, where it was you know the the place where uh, the Winter Soldier was born in Civil War, like the place where Tony and Cap and uh, and um, Winter Soldier fought at the end of Civil War. They went back to that place, which was just so cool to see. And, uh, and yeah, have, have, you know, try and get the help of Zola. I mean, look, Zola's a guy on the computer. Like, he can't really do, you know, like, obviously he did, you know, he helped, you know, he helped, yeah, he helped, uh, you know, bring down uh, uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. and and really, you know, harness the virus of Hydra within, you know, the MCU, uh, beginning with Winter Soldier thus far, really beginning with, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., whatnot, so... You know, obviously he was a big impact that, you know, he was kind of like, you know, in the in the bystands because he was also just I mean, Toby Jones is a great actor and and it's great to hear his voice again. Again, the beauty of the show that they get to still harness these characters, even though they outlive their lives in the films. So, uh, you know, it was always always great to see Zola back. But again, like, I mean, yeah, it's you know, it's they're trying to take down Skynet. You know, it's it's Judgment Day. They're trying to, you know, fight this being so uh obviously computer versus computer i mean what else do you got you know so it it was kind of cool to see him go down this road no doubt about it and then so yeah you get down and you got vision battling the watcher they're knocking each other through dimensions you're taking out asgard you're taking out ego and all this stuff and it ends up ultra vision kind of gets the best of them yeah yeah i mean you know it just was like they were just going through so much um again like what you were just talking about the fight um yeah that he he just he realized like because the watchers uh you know important lesson that he was trying to think is he can't intervene with the timelines that's why he was always in the background and stuff when they went in the uh it was funny they went into that like computer room to try and get the files and uh, they were dropping like Raiders of the Lost Ark quotes and stuff like that, which just made me smile. But yeah, and like they were trying to get like the files to try and even find what Zola was. And, uh, you know, like he was just saying like he couldn't intervene, like he couldn't, you know, say anything. But, you know, kind of just I mean, obviously he had to put his foot down, you know, because this is like breaking. This is a huge deal, breaking the multiverse. Again, a topic that we still have no idea what to expect. You know, because we haven't even gotten to the movie side yet. So it's just it's it's just crazy to see, you know, the impact that this is really becoming for uh, for this show and the MCU as a whole. And as we go down to the tail end here on What's Trainwreck Watching, thank you for tuning in on Thursday night. We got football coming up. But first, we're getting into the red zone. We got we got the watcher and he's in trouble. And where does he turn? 
to Sorcerer Strange Supreme, the absolute abomination that kind of became. And it's funny because Strange Supreme is kind of douchey to him because their last mm-hmm. interaction, he was begging him to help save the multiverse. Yeah, absolutely. I think, and you know what, honestly, it's kind of, it was kind of poetic. This made sense, you know, to, uh, that, that this happened, that he was actually able to turn because again, what was the one character that, you know, kind of broke the fourth wall in the beginning? It was, you know, the magnificent Doctor Strange and what was going on with him. So it kind of made sense that it led to this. They even hit it and like his name wasn't in the opening credits. And then it popped at the very end to keep it a surprise, which, you know, that's that's what Marvel has been doing since the beginning, which has just been, you know, just perfect, perfect uh, screenwriting. But yeah, of course. I mean, it, it, it makes sense, you know, and and I, I remember seeing like some pictures and stuff like that as far as like kind of leading to the, the finale next week. But yeah, I mean, you know, he's he's getting his own Avengers, you know, so to speak. So, uh, you know, and it makes perfect sense. Is he going to be rolling in with with Captain Carter and all kinds of other heroes to save the day? I mean, again, like, nine? who knows? So, you know, I mean, anything's possible at this point. I mean, once literally the multiverse is broken, I mean, anything is possible. So, you know, time will tell. But it's it's just it, this was a very, very, very important episode and impactful episode. And again, it showed the power of the show. It wasn't just, you know, in the beginning, it kind of represented something fun. Like each episode was, it changed it up because, you know, and played around with the movies that we love and adore. But it, 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 it like, it was kind of like what Zola was, you know, in the MCU hidden in the background. It was building up to something and we had no idea. And, I, and again, that's the beauty of the storytelling, the writing, you know, the producing Kevin Feige, the madman himself. So it, it's it's just great to see that everything is slowly coming together and building to uh, what what promises to be a, a, you know, cinematic finale. Absolutely. Hey, and speaking of the finale, any predictions? Again, I mean, I, you know, who's to say what happens? But I, I really do think that, you know everything comes together. I mean, again, it, it's cool to see too what, what Ultron is capable of. A lot of people thought that like when they did the age of Ultron movie that, uh, even though I love that movie, but a lot of people didn't, especially because Ultron was a big, big, like MCU, you know, Marvel villain. Listen, I still enjoyed it. Still so fun. Flat. Oh man. Yeah. That, okay, that's, I, that's speaking the truth there. I, yeah, I still love it. But again, it kind of fell flat with, flat with writing and, you know, and, and you know, they kind of, they, they had so much to do with so little time because they were also building up to Thanos and, and that. So, you know, it, it's kind of cool to see that they, now they can give Ultron the proper turn and, and, you know, and, so it's cool. And it's, I mean, he has the songs, he has everything. So who's to say, but you know, it, to see everything come together is just like it's it's icing on the cake. So I'm just I'm excited. This really has been honestly, I think one of my favorite, if not my favorite, Marvel show that we've gotten. I I've just enjoyed it so much. It's been so much fun. Absolutely. That's very high praise, folks. Make sure you have your weekend come together by ordering Picasso's pizza, whether it's Saturday or Sunday for game day. And um, this is what's trainer watching episode eight of Marvel's What If. I'm. Huge shout out to my co-host, Casali Viles. Huge shout out to our typical co-host, Jake Michael, who couldn't make it. I'm Maniac. Make sure you're subscribing. YouTube, Twitter, Spotify, Twitch, Apple Podcasts. Because on this show, on What's Trainwreck Watching, it's not just about Picasso's Pizza. It's about next, next week's. week's.
episode. episode.